All right. Welcome, 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 everybody. Happy Monday. Oh, my God. We made it to a new week. A new week. Hey, a new week. A new week. <laughs> uh, welcome to MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Who am I? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I am the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help you, um, you people like you, people who want to be in business, creatives who want to make money from their creations, I help you get your business paperwork together um, so your business is legitimate. So things like getting your business registered with the state, making sure you have your EIN numbers, your DUNS numbers, your contracts, protecting your brand, making sure you're hiring employees properly, making sure you have bank accounts set up for your business, all that stuff, that foundational stuff that people don't like to think about, but that you must think about, uh, I help you do it. Um, why am I qualified to help you do it? So glad you asked. I'm a licensed attorney, have been one for 14 years and counting. I have started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I have had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I am very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everybody as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but so many of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to make it in business, there's just some things that you need to know. If you would like to see how we can work together to make your business dream a reality and make sure that you have all your paperwork in order so Uncle Sam don't come knock, knock, knocking at the door, uh, I want you to go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book yourself a free 15-minute consultation. That is linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. There you can also download my free business launch cheat sheet, which will help you get your dream business started in seven days or less. Uh, you will also find um, the my YouTube page where you can subscribe and watch the back episodes of this show. Um, you can also subscribe to the podcast where I post the audio of this show. And I also have my EIN workshop that is on sale this month only for $29. Most attorneys are going to charge you anywhere between $75 and $125 to get you an EIN number. And they're not even going to show you how to do it. I'm showing you how to do it uh, in a, in a video format so you see it from top to bottom how it's done and I'm it's on sale for $29 this month and I suggest that you get it now because after this month it does go up to $79 okay all right so uh, that is enough about me let's talk about the show here's how it works I pull stories from the news of stories that I find stories that you lovely people send to me stories that you know, uh, catch my eye in the media. And I find the ones that I think have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we discuss them. So this is a conversation between all of us guys. Um, is something wrong with Instagram? Okay. I want, hi Dontavius and TB Moore. I was wondering cause Instagram was surprisingly quiet. All right. So yeah, so this is a discussion between us. So I'm going to ask you guys to put comments in the box. I'm going to ask your opinions. I'm going to look for answers, okay? Um, and hi, Israel. And depending on how things go, we might even have somebody pop in and, and you know, come on live with me. Um, that doesn't always happen, but it happens every once in a while, okay? 
Alright, so if we are ready to get started, let me see a couple of readies in the comments. I want to make sure that everybody is at least paying attention in the beginning. So let me see some readies in the comments. Oh, I forgot my water today. That's okay. Hi, Mom. Hi, Dad. Let me see some readies. Let me see some readies. Let me see some readies, readies, readies. Let me see some readies, y'all. I want to make sure that everybody is paying attention. We've got... Uh, thank you, TB Moore. All right. Thank you, Israel. Thank you, Dontavius. All right. So we are getting ready to go. All right. First story that we are talking about this, um, to on tonight. Um, is anybody here interested? Hi, AP Jackson. Oh yes. Thank you, AP Jackson. I knew there was going to be a delay. AP Jackson be on it. She's like, Facebook is not keeping me away from this. I, I, th- I thank you, AP Jackson, for your tenacity. Um, all right. Do we have anybody in the audience today who, who wants to get involved in the cannabis industry? Because this is a very important um, lesson for people in the cannabis industry to learn, especially if you're trying to get in that industry at this current moment. Okay. So we know that cannabis is federally illegal, but some states have made it legal in their states, right? So states like Colorado and California, you're trying to get in, you know, you can go to those states and you can legally start a cannabis business or legally go and purchase cannabis, right? So it's illegal on the state level, but it's illegal on the federal level. Now, with it being legal on the state level, you can get trademarks within your state if your state has legalized cannabis. So, um, you have a few stocks. Yeah, so if I live in Colorado where uh, cannabis is totally legal, I can file for a trademark for my cannabis company in Denver, Colorado. Now, or in this case, the story that we have in California. So this takes us to the case that we we're talking about. I actually talked about this a few months ago. So there is a health food brand out there called Kiva Health Brands. And they have been in a legal battle with this company called Kiva Brands that is based in California. Now, the Kiva Brands in California, this company is a cannabis edibles company, meaning they sell food items that are infused with cannabis in however format they do it. We don't know. But they have a state-level trademark for Kiva in the state of California, right? So they did it right. They got their state trademark. They have a totally legit business within the state of California. Here's where the problem comes. Kiva Health Brands filed a federal trademark for the brand for the word Kiva and they do food and supplements. So they're they're a health brand, okay? And Kiva brands in California opposed this federal trademark application. Kiva brands in California said, hey, we have a trademark on Kiva. Yes, it's a state trademark, but you know, we're we did it first. People know our name. And, you know, and, and we feel like because of our use of it and, and the popularity of our brand, we should take precedence over this Kiva Health brand. Do you guys think that the USPTO agreed? Hi, Shakitha Nicole. Do you guys think that Kiva, that, that the USPTO agreed 
with Kiva Brands. Do you think they agreed that, well, this cannabis company in California with the state trademark can oppose the federal trademark of this health food brand? Um, and while you put those in, I'm going to just kind of wrap up the story with a nice, with a, with a nice, neat little bow. So, um, while cannabis, again, it is legal in some states, it is federally illegal. You cannot get a trademark, right, Israel, you're very right. They did not agree with Kiva Brands. You cannot get a federal trademark for anything cannabis related because cannabis is still federally illegal. So if you are thinking about getting into the cannabis industry at this time and you want to protect your brand, you are going to have to make sure that you file for a state trademark for wherever your business is. But you will you are not at this time able to get a federal trademark for that. So the USPTO said, look, we understand that you are located in a state where cannabis is legal and you can have a legal business within that state. However, the product that your business is involved in is federally illegal. And we cannot uphold the rights of trademarks for something that is federally illegal. So Kiva Brands has lost their battle against Kiva Health Brands and Kiva Health Brands is going to be able to get the trademark for Kiva on a federal level. So there's two lessons here. One, um, cannabis is cannabis trademarks are only applicable in the state where your business is as long as cannabis is legal in that state. And two, federal trumps state. Your federal trademark is always going to be better than a tra- than a state trademark. Okay, a state trademark, even if it's you know if it's if it's filed before the federal trademark. Maybe you can try and make an argument that you have built up a reputation for yourself, but in general, a federal trademark is going to beat out a state trademark, like I would say 95% of the time, all right? If we understand that, give me a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs up, thumbs up. Sorry, (laughs) it's Monday. I'm trying to get my energy up, y'all. I went to the gym and I did this workout that wore me out, so... I'm trying to get this energy back up. I'm going to sleep good tonight. Um, so if we understand that concept of federal trademarks over state trademarks, give me a thumbs up, all right? Um, and we are going to move. I'm pretty sure AP Jackson is putting her act, her, her um, response in. She be on it. Um, hi, Jada. Um, thank you, Israel. Thank you, Jada. Okay, so we are done with that story. Next story we are talking about has to do with the title of the show. We have been, so we have been talking about, um, Harry and Meghan since around Christmas time. I remember, I think that was like the first real, like, in-depth story I had covered about them. I hadn't really been paying that much attention. But, um, if you've been following the Royals at all, give me a crown emoji. If you have been... If you know anything about the whole royal debacle with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, 
Give me a crown emoji. I want to see some crowns. Put your crown on. Um, <laughs> so if you don't know, if you have been living under a rock or not watching TV and not reading magazines, uh, Meghan Markle, who is an American actress, she married Prince Harry. Uh, she doesn't like being a royal, and they decided to uh, leave royal life and move to Vancouver, and they are giving up their royal titles. Now, um, they said that they wanted to be financially independent, so they started filing trademarks. Thank you, Jaden Nelson, for the crown. They started filing trademarks for Sussex Royal, and they were going to, it was, you know, said that they were going to have foundations and clothing lines and things like that. However, there was a lot of opposition um, from different areas because people um, in England were like, well, if you guys are no longer royals, you can't be allowed to trademark the term royal within within your phrase. England apparently is very strict about who can use the term royal and how it's used. Uh, and that makes sense because they do have a monarchy. Um, so, <coughs> excuse me. In the midst of all of this hullabaloo and trying to figure out, you know, a more independent life for themselves, um, Harry and Meghan have withdrawn their trademark application for Sussex Royal. Um, they, now, remember, their attorneys filed over a hundred applications last year for different types of, you know, industries and, and products and things like that under the Sussex Royal brand. And they're just like, nope, we're not doing that anymore. Um, they're saying that, you know, they're, they're going to do something. They, they haven't specified what it is yet, but it's going to be, you know, for the betterment of everyone and blah, 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 blah. Um, but don't look for any Sussex Royal brand anything in the near future because they have withdrawn all of these trademark applications. Why did I pick this case for you guys? One, because, you know, we're all keeping, keeping eyes on Meghan and Harry, you know, this is a very... This is, this is a very soap opera-ish time in history, but also because this is a kind of more grander scale of being, doing your research before you file your trademark applications. Now, I'm sure they didn't see all this coming, Meghan and Harry, you know, all this, all this extra stuff that I would not even want to have to deal with as a person, um, especially not under the microscope of the media, um, but, you know, they, they filed all these applications and they did not take into account that maybe they weren't going to be able to use the term royal. And, yeah, they're not poor by any means, so having to withdraw these applications, yeah, they're, it's some it's some money down the drain, but it's not anything that's necessarily going to bankrupt them. However, we as startup businesses, for the most part, we don't have a whole lot of cash on hand. So before you go shelling out money to trademark something, you want to make sure that you can, that it is able to be trademarked and that it's what you want. Now, when I say able to be trademarked, me that means you have done your research or you have paid someone to do the research to make sure that what you're trying to trademark is not already trademarked in your industry. So doing your searches on the USPTO, doing your Google searches, um, hiring an attorney to do, to do searches of the register, things like that. 
that is doing, you know, making sure that it is able to be trademarked. And also, you want to make sure that this is the name that you want. Because what if you decide two or three years into business after you've trademarked all this stuff that you're doing a total rebrand, you're changing your name or you're changing your logo, and then you, you know, that's kind of money that you lost. So that's why I always tell people, yes, you need to protect your stuff early, but make sure that it's something that you want to protect. If it's your first prototype logo, you're probably not going to keep that one. It's probably going to change. Give yourself some room to breathe before you start shelling out money for trademark applications, okay? But um, good luck to Harry and Meghan. Apparently, they're in Vancouver living their best life. Um, good for them. All right, so we're going to take a short commercial break. Uh, welcome to NPL Legal Dish if you have just popped into the show. Hi, Charlotte Bleep. Okay. Uh, if you've just tuned into the show like Charlotte Bleep, <laughs> uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis and you are watching MPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Uh, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I am the owner and operator of MPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. If you want to know what all that means, go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and you will find out exactly what that means. You can set up a free 15-minute consultation. You can download my free business launch cheat sheet that'll get your dream business started in seven days or less. And you'll see all the fun, nerdy things I do when it comes to business formation. Now, as well... Um, in doing this show, we also do advertisement. If you have a business that you would like to uh, get out there and have people see some eyes on your things and know what you do, we do um, sell 30-second spots in the show starting at $9. You can go to Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm and book your 30-second spot on today. All right? Now, that is enough for the commercials. We're going to move on to our next... Hi, Ann Nguyen, Taylor. How you doing, dear? Uh, yes, we're going to move on to... We have time for two stories today. Okay, we're going to do four. That's cool. All right. Do I have any boxing fans in the house? If you watch boxing, give me... Is there a boxing glove emoji? Oh, other plat... Yes, uh, AP Jackson, I am live on Instagram. If you go to NPL Consulting on Instagram... I'm live there. Um, do we have any boxing fans in the house? Any boxing fans in the house? Let me, um, is there a boxing, hold on, is there, is there a box? Anyway, let's not, let's not, um, dwell on that. If you like boxing, if you have ever watched boxing, I'll wait, I'll wait for the, um, for the emojis, but we're, we're gonna move on with the actual story details. So there is a fighter. Oh, thank you, Charlotte Bleep. There is a boxing emoji. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so there is a boxer by the name of Tyson Fury. If anybody has heard of Tyson Fury, give me a TF in the comments. If you have heard of Tyson Fury, give me a TF in the comments. Now, I'm going to tell you, I have heard the name Tyson Fury However, I did not know what Tyson Fury did until today. Thank you for the TF, Charlotte Bleep. Um, Black, hi, Black Georgia Peach. Is that AP Jackson? Um, so, um, Charlotte Bleep, do you know Tyson Fury's phrase or his catchphrase, apparently? Hey, okay, I thought it was you. Hey, welcome. 
Um, do you, Charlotte, do you know Tyson Fury's catchphrase when he's fighting? Uh, let me know yes or no. If you know Tyson Fury's catchphrase when he's fighting. Um, I'm so glad you made it over here, AP Jackson. Okay. So while Charlotte Bleep puts that answer in, um, I'm going to let you guys know what Tyson Fury's phrase is. So apparently Tyson Fury likes to use the phrase, no, not Gypsy King. Um, I, 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 maybe that's something he used before, but the story that I found today does not mention Gypsy King at all. Apparently Tyson Fury, thank you, Spark Kaya. I'm going to call you Sparky because that's in your name and I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce your first name, but it looks so interesting. Um, but yes, so Tyson Fury apparently uses the phrase, you big dosser. Charlotte Bleep, have you ever heard Tyson Fury use the phrase, you big dosser? Um, as, uh, apparently it's, it's, he uses it often enough that he has trademarked this phrase. Um, he has trademarked it not just for fighting and boxing, you never heard it, but he has trademarked the phrase, you big dosser, for perfume, sunglasses, stickers, telephones, posters, calendars, all sorts of clothing. So Tyson Fury, the boxer, he is getting into the merch game. He said, y'all, um, you gonna get this phrase. Apparently it was a phrase that he used in a, in a 2018 fight, or before a 2018 fight. Um, and the person he was fighting against said, you know, I like him as a fighter, but I found it really annoying that he kept saying, you know, you big dosser. But Tyson Fury has trademarked this phrase and he is coming out here with the merch. And this is just, uh, this is a continuing pattern among celebrities and sports people. We have talked about Marshawn Lynch and the phrases that he has trademarked and putting out clothing lines. Uh, who else did it? Kawhi Leonard, um, the dudes from the Baltimore Ravens, so merchandising, Sparky, oh, I said you're, Sparkia, Sparkia, I forgot how I said it the first time, Sparkia, or, I think I said Sparkia, yeah, okay, oh, shoot, <laughs> yes, hi, Shanique Jones, I forgot how I said it, <laughs> But, um, yes, so merchandising is, is big out in these streets. Like that's how celebrities, that's how musicians, that's how they're making money these days. It's not their actual profession. It's the merchandise. People want your stuff. So it is worth it to them to spend that money to get everything trademarked, their phrases. And, you know, it doesn't hurt that they have disposable income so they can do those applications but you, that, this is why celebrities are always trademarking. I actually read an article today. Now, you know, we always talk about Kylie Jenner on this show. There was an article that actually said that Kylie Jenner is a trademarking monster and must be stopped because she um, tries to trademark everything, anything that happens in her life, right? But is that such a bad thing? While I may not necessarily you know, be the biggest fan of the Kardashians, do I begrudge them, you know, monetizing their life and, you know, branding themselves and protecting those brands so they can make more money? 
No, because that is what you do in business. That is what you're supposed to do. If you have something that is unique to you and you want to make money from it and you don't want anybody else to make money from it, that is why you trademark. That is why you copyright. That is why you patent. You don't want people taking your things. When you have these legal protections, these trademarks, these copyrights, these patents, they give you that standing to go to court to fight for your things. And remember, for um, for those of you who may not know, now, trademarks, high end to be natural, you still have a chance of arguing common law trademarks. However, if you ever want to go to court because of copyright infringement, like somebody copied a song or a book or something like that, if you do not have a legal copyright, you will not be allowed to go to court. You need a legal copyright if you want to sue for copyright infringement, okay? But um, yes, but Tyson Fury is doing his due diligence and trademarking his phrases out here. So if you are a boxing fan, look out for you big dosser merch from Tyson Fury, okay? All right, so we are moving on to our last story. And I want to say thank you to all the new people who I saw today come into the live show. I'm so appreciative of you. We are here Monday through Thursday at 8 p.m., um, and if you can't make the live show, I always post the recordings on my YouTube channel after, um, and you can find the link for my YouTube channel at linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. Okay. Now next, the last story that we are talking about, does anybody here know a little company, a little shoe company called Nike? If you've ever heard of a little company called Nike, give me an N, the letter N for Natalie in the comments. Um, I posted a picture in my, um, IG and Facebook stories today of two different symbols. And I asked you guys if they were too close for comfort. Um, and 69% of you said yes. Thank you for the N Charlotte bleep. Thank you for the N and to be natural. Thank you for the N Israel. Yes. We all know Nike. Just do it. Swoosh. All the merch, all the athletic wear. Yes, thank you for the end, Black Georgia Peach one. So we all know Nike. And we know that Nike does collaborations with people. Um, and apparently Nike did a collaboration with a, 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 a skateboard star. His name escapes me at the moment. But um, they came out with this limited edition shoe that was a collaboration with a skateboard star. Thank you for the end, Sparkaya. And, um, the, and people were saying that the symbol that they used on the shoe was very similar to a symbol. Hi, Tablas, Tablas. Oh, I haven't seen you in a minute. Um, was very similar to the uh, logo of a digital music and tech startup. Has anybody here heard of Solection? S-O-U-L-Lection. Like selection, but Solection. Has any... Nigel Houston. Ooh. Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't Nigel Houston. I forget who it was. Um. Oh, you must be a skateboard aficionado, Israel. I'm not that big into skateboards. The last person I knew about in the skateboarding world was um. I don't even remember his name. I don't know. He's probably like 80 now. <laughs> But yes, so I posted a picture in my stories today, and I asked you if these two symbols were too close for comfort. I'm going to put them in, in the two different um, lives. So this was the Nike symbol. 
and this was the, is the selection symbol. Facebook, I'm over here with you. This is the Nike symbol, and this is the selection symbol. So, 69% of you said that they were too close for comfort in the stories. But I want to know here in the live, do you guys think that these two symbols, I don't, I'm not sure how, if you can see them, Facebook, Instagram, do you think that these two symbols are too close for comfort? Because that is what Selection is arguing. Now, Nike does athletic wear, sports, things like that. Selection, they are a digital music and tech startup. They don't do shoes. They do, you think they're too close for comfort, Shanique Jones? Okay. Selection doesn't do athletic apparel. They might do t-shirts here and there. But, you know, they're not necessarily in the same industry as Nike. But people, when they saw the shoes, they said, oh, is Nike doing a collaboration with Selection? Because that looks like their logo. So social media was, 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 you know, making connections between Nike and Selection. So Selection has sued Nike for trademark infringement for these for for this symbol that they're using on their shoe. But Nike's argument is that look, there might be some similarities, but we're two different industries. Nike, we do athletic wear. Selection does digital music. We have said this over and over. You can have the same trademark, the same word trademark, the same logo trademark, but for different industries. I can have, there's only one Golden Arches in fast food, but that doesn't mean that someone can can't take Golden Arches and go, I don't know, make some Golden Arches hair products. Trademarks are specific to your industry. So Nike is saying, look, Selection has nothing to do with like athletic apparel, nothing to do with sports, so we're in two different industries. There is no problem here. And their second argument is, yes, people on social media, the general public, they are, they, they are saying that, you know, it does look like Selection, but they are also saying that, oh, this looks like a collaboration with Nike and Selection. It's not like they think that this is a Selection product. They are very aware that this is a Nike product. They just think that it might be a collaboration. So... So th their essential argument is people might be mad, but they still know it's Nike. So my question to you as an audience, as, as a consumer base, is do you think that Nike's arguments are strong here? Their arguments are, so what, they look similar. We're in two totally different fields. And on top of that, people who see the stuff still know that it's Nike. Do you think that is enough to combat this trademark infringement lawsuit? What do you guys think? What do you think? What do you think? I need to like record my what do you think with, with some background music. Who want to be my musician? Um, but yes. So do you think that Nike's arguments are strong? You don't think that they're strong? Okay. Israel is not convinced by Nike's arguments. So he's saying that it doesn't matter that you're in two different industries. It doesn't matter that people still know it's Nike. 
You still ripped off their logo. Remember when we talked to, um, to, uh, Martine from Seedbox Digital? She did a whole four week, um, video series for us on logos. She said that logos, there is a psychology, there is a science that goes to it. So when you are in the, the world, if you are looking at trademarks, if something looks similar to something else, it's usually not an accident because people have entire careers dedicated to this. So, Israel is not convinced by Nike's arguments. Does anybody else have any opinions? I'm going to give us some extra time because I know that Facebook likes to be slow. We are a little bit over time, but we are on the last story, so it's cool. Um, but yeah, so I am torn. Hi, Greedy816, because if the public knows that this is a Nike product, whether or not they worked with Selection, that means that there is um, that there is no brand confusion. There's no consumer confusion, or at least that's Nike's argument. They're saying people know it's Nike, so it's not like people are buying this thinking it's a Selection item. They know it's Nike, so if they buy it, what what's the problem? We're not tricking anybody. So what do you guys think? I I'm a little conflicted. I thought I think that Nike has some valid points. But knowing how big of a company Nike is and the, um, the, the size of their legal team and the amount of money that they put into research and development and design, I am sure that someone came across this symbol. Like, it, it just doesn't make any sense. You're Nike. You are a worldwide phenomenon. The, like, you should know better. But maybe that's just me. So what do y'all think? Do you think that Nike's going to win or do you think that Selection is going to win? If you think Nike is going to win, give me an N. If you think Selection is going to win, give me an S. Um, Greedy816 said Nike sales still up. I mean, people always going to buy Nike, okay? Like, my, Nike ain't going nowhere. It just isn't. It's just not. Okay? All right. I'm trying to um, scroll in Facebook and see if there are any um, other responses. But, okay. So, those are the, those were the stories that I have for you today. Um, you guys were awesome. Thank you to all the new people who came. Thank you, AP Jackson, for migrating from Facebook over to Instagram. Um, we are going to be back here tomorrow, 8 p.m., more stories. If you guys ever find stories that you would like me to talk about on the show, please send them to me. I can't find everything. Um, Shanique Jones said Nike will probably win. Not saying it's right. Yeah, we we don't know. Nike has good lawyers. We'll see. But remember, Nike lost that um, Nike lost that uh, sports changes everything campaign. So and and they were out like sixteen million dollars. So never say never. Um, yeah. So we'll be, we'll be back tomorrow. I can't wait to see you guys. If you have stories, please send them to me. Don't forget to go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm to subscribe to the YouTube channel and the podcast to get the free business launch cheat sheet, to schedule your free 15-minute consultation, and to check out my video trainings on the startup um, processes for getting your business off the ground. I've got EIN trainings, DUNS numbers, operating agreements, Whatever you need as a startup legally, I've got a video training on it. So go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm, 
and get your life. All right. So that is what I'm going to leave you with tonight. Uh, we will be back tomorrow, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, can't wait to talk to you again and have a good night and take care of yourselves. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>